This is the Transforming Destinies broadcast of the Christ Chapel Ministries International. Ministering is Reverend James Hanson Saki, the senior pastor and author of the life-transforming book, Doing the Master's Will. Reverend James is a prolific preacher of the Word of God with a profound apostolic and prophetic mandate to set in order the things that are out of order in the church with emphasis on evangelism, prayer, righteousness, discipline and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The ministry is committed to raising and establishing model New Testament Christians who know their place in God. It is our prayer that the Lord will minister to your individual needs through this message. Now, sit back and listen to Reverend James Hanson Saki as he ministers the undiluted Word of God with a special unction. May the Lord continue to enlighten you. Hello, brothers and sisters. Once again, it's a joy to come your way with the living Word into your living rooms. This is Reverend James Hanson Saki presenting the Transforming Destinies broadcast of the Christ Chapel Ministries. I'm very grateful to God for how far he has brought us and for what we are about to learn today. We're going to have the final, probably, of the series that I've been teaching on the effect of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life. I'll take it to another level in subsequent broadcasts, but for the purpose of what I'm doing, I want you to understand that we have come very far and this will be the fifth series, the fifth uh, part of the series, which I believe that over the past four weeks you have been blessed tremendously by the teachings from this broadcast. Now let us get back quickly to our main scripture for, for, for these teachings and which can be found in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 18 where we were admonished by the Apostle Paul under the influence of the Holy Spirit that we should not be drunk with wine, but we should be filled with the Spirit. And we have established throughout this broadcast that being filled with the Spirit, the analogy with wine was very, very important because when people take in wine or they take in alcohol, their behavior changes. You, you can smell the alcohol before they even get near to you. They, some people who are very quiet and gentle suddenly change and become a bit violent or they can say things that they would not normally say. Something unusual happens to them. And that's the same thing that happens to the believer when the Spirit of God is filling your life. So instead of being drunk with wine, be rather be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you see, you can have daily infillings with the Spirit. Ask for the Lord to fill you with the Spirit, you'll be filled with the Spirit. When we are truly filled with the Spirit, there must be noticeable changes, as I stated throughout this broadcast. And we have seen that there's a change in our character, our conduct, our behavior, the change in our prayer life, the change in our attitude to forgive people, the change in the way we read the word of God and study the word, all this under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And my joy today coming your way with this broadcast is to teach you this one very important aspect of the work of the Holy Spirit, the effect of the Holy Spirit in the life of the Christian. And this particular effect is a notable change. And this change is in the area of empowerment for Christian service. The empowerment of the Christian by the Holy Spirit for your Christian service. And we have one paramount supreme task 
as children of God. When you are born again, when you are a Christian, you have a work to do. You have a job description. You have an assignment with your maker. And that is to be a soul winner, to be an evangelist, to be a soul winner, to be a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ, to witness to people who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the job description of every Christian. It's not the job description of only pastors, apostles, prophets, teachers, and evangelists. Every child of God born again that says you are a Christian, it is your job description and responsibility, an act of your Christian worship to be a soul winner, to win souls to the kingdom, to share your faith with people. But you know, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot do this except by the influence of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Ghost comes into your life, he generates this particular effect also in you. There is a notable change in your behavior as far as soul winning is concerned. There are many people who cannot share Christ with people because you haven't yet connected with the Holy Ghost. Now we're going to look into the scriptures and see the place of the Holy Spirit as far as this is concerned. So when we one day walk on the street or we profess to be full of the Holy Ghost, we must be able to operate, allow the Holy Ghost to work this aspect also in our lives. Sometimes the Spirit of God had wanted to do it, but we have been resistant. We have hindered it. We have neglected to do it. We have refused to do it because of so many excuses. But you see, when you are truly filled with the Spirit, you can't help it, but then you will run and share Christ with somebody. And I want us to look at Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you will notice a very important statement made by Jesus. Probably, let us read from verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. Therefore, when they had all come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know your, the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power. That word power comes from the root word, the Greek word translated is dunamis. And out of that, you have the word dynamo. And you realize a dynamo is a powerful machine that is used to break rocks. Now, I say you shall receive such a power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now, when such a power comes into us, because the Holy Ghost has come into us, this power is not to bully people around, but this power through the Holy Ghost comes into the believer to effect the following, that you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So when the spirit of God is truly filling an individual, he produces an effect of witnessing. There is a witnessing power within you. There is a power to witness of the resurrected Jesus. There is a power in you that cannot sit down until you have shared Christ with somebody to share your faith from your Jerusalem. When these things happened, they were in Jerusalem. They began from their Jerusalem to their Judea, to Samaria, and to every part of the earth. As you are listening to me, wherever you are, it's your Jerusalem. You need to share Christ with the people around, but you need the Holy Spirit to do this way. It is 
is his job description in you. So you, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you must now let him lead you to be a soul winner. And he says, you shall receive this power. So this power is already in you. And because it's already in you, I want to encourage you that your daily life of prayer must now be linked up to asking, Holy Spirit, this day, lead me, empower me to witness to somebody about you. Because it is there. The power is in you. The power is not to show off. The power is to be able to witness. And we will notice something about Peter. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 26, verse 74. Let's read something. We want to look at Peter as a character study and then we look at the apostles and move on from there. But in Matthew chapter 26, there is a very interesting uh, development there. And this was on the day that Jesus had been arrested, brought before the council, and was on trial. Jesus had told Peter, you betray me. Now Peter followed from behind, got to the place, and the Bible said in verse 74, that the Bible says, maybe let's read from verse 69. Now Peter sat outside in the courtyard. And a servant girl came to him, a servant girl. He had only one audience, that was a young girl, saying, you also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all, saying, I don't know what you are saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, this fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, he denied with an oath and said, I don't even know the man. And a little later, those who stood by came and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you. And the Bible said, he even began to swear and to curse. And he said, I don't know the man. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a man who had an opportunity to talk about Jesus, but he denied him. He was not bold. He was timid. He just couldn't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the grace to share Christ, the assignment given to us to share Christ with people is not by might nor by power. It is by the influence of the Holy Spirit that is in the life of the believer. And so that is why Jesus said that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come. But I have a question for you. As many of you as are listening to me that have the Holy Spirit in you, do you exhibit this power of witnessing? Are you able to witness in your workplace or you are also like Peter? In fact, Peter prior to being filled with the Holy Ghost could deny Christ, was not bold to share Christ. Just like some of you are not bold to share Christ. On the trains, you can't defend Christ. In your workplace, you can't defend Christ. You can't say you are a Christian. You are shy about it. When your church announces evangelism, you will not even appear on the streets. You are shy to do it. I came to announce to you there is good news for you. The Holy Ghost in you must be released. The Holy Ghost in you must go on assignment. And you must allow the Spirit of God to release the power in you for you to bear witness. For that is the reason why the spirit came into your life i have repeated through this episode that the reason why the spirit of god comes into our lives is not only for tongue speaking i know many tongue talking people but i haven't seen them all witnessing on the street something is wrong somewhere you are either not giving the holy ghost the right to operate or you did not receive him at all in the first place but that is why god has sent me to you this evening to bring you this word that the holy ghost in you will generate that change. Peter could not. But in Acts chapter 2, the Bible said that they were all gathered together 
they prayed and the Holy Ghost came upon all of them. And when the Spirit of God came upon all of them, including Peter, the Bible said that many people had gathered that day. And look at it, look at it, look at it. Let's read from verse 1 of Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, including Peter, James, John, including all those who fled and forsook Jesus, including all those who betrayed him that involved Peter. And the Bible said the spirit came upon them. And at the end of the day, the Bible said, Peter stood up and addressed them. Look at verse, verse 5 says, There were dwelling in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. Let's jump from there and go to verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed to my words. Ladies and gentlemen, when Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost, supernatural boldness for witnessing came upon him and he addressed a crowd of over 3,000 people. The Bible said many people that day, 3,000 of them gave their lives to Christ. Peter preached to a crowd. Previously, some, some 50 days earlier to this, Peter had betrayed Jesus. He had run away. He had been afraid when his audience was a little girl. But this time, when he was filled with the Holy Spirit, when that same Holy Ghost fills you, you can't remain the same. You cannot live a, a witnessless life, if there's any word like that. And I came to let you know that Peter addressed such a huge crowd because of the power of God that has come into him as a result of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Are you truly filled with the Holy Spirit? How come that you sit down without witnessing to people? Now, let's learn more from Peter. The Bible said that he addressed them. And at the end of his address, look at something. The Bible said that he exhorted them with many words. And then verse 41 says, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And on that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Now, if 3,000 souls got saved, that means there were more than 3,000 people gathered that day. And Peter, this time, could fearlessly, shamelessly, and boldly share Christ. The Holy Spirit is in your life to effect such boldness for evangelism. Corner-to-corner -corner evangelism, street-to-street -street evangelism, door-to-door -door evangelism, office-to-office -office evangelism. Everywhere people are, child of God, you're supposed to witness to them. The Spirit of God in your life is supposed to do that in your life. Are you allowing Him to do it? Let's look at something further. In Acts chapter 4, verse 31, Acts 4, 31, the Bible said Peter and John had prayed for an, a man who was lame. And supernaturally, miraculously, that person had been healed. The chief priest and the governors arrested these apostles, brought them before the council, and threatened them not to preach in the name of Jesus again. The Bible said, verse 23 of Acts chapter 4. Probably let's read from verse 21. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people since they all glorify God for what he has done. 
And for the man was over 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priest had done to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and they prayed a prayer. And after they had prayed, look at something. The Bible said in verse 31, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. When they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, look at the side effect. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Church, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you will speak the word of God with boldness. When you are truly filled with the Holy Ghost, one of the side effects is that you will preach the word with boldness. You will share Christ. You don't need to be a pastor to do it. We are all being called to be witnesses. The Bible says we have all been called to be witnesses. We may all not be called to be evangelists, standing in the office of an evangelist, but we have all been called to be witnesses. And the power of God through the Holy Ghost in the life of the believer will effect this change. You cannot be timid anymore. You cannot be shy anymore. You cannot sit down and say, I can't share Christ. Today, I came to encourage you. It is possible. You can turn to your neighbor and share Christ with the person. And look at it. They received boldness because the Spirit of God came into them. Another thing that happens is that in Acts chapter 4, verse 19, you will also notice that they were very bold, Peter and John, this time the same people who their servant, according to the Bible that we read earlier in Matthew 26, it was a maid servant, a young girl in the palace of Caiaphas, who had actually questioned Peter and he denied. Now, this time, this same chief priest had arrested Peter and John and they were very bold. Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, judge yourselves. What boldness? Because the Spirit of God has come into them. Something unusual has happened to them. Their boldness to testify of Christ had been established, has been solidified because of the influence of the Spirit. May I ask you a question? Is the Spirit of God in you, using you in this dimension? Are you opening up yourself for the Holy Ghost to use you to witness to people? I came to encourage you from today. We will pray. And as you leave, you will get out and share Christ with somebody. When your church organizes outreach, be part of it. Volunteer, get to the streets, share Christ with somebody. You can't afford to fail. The Spirit of God in you is also in you to enable you to witness. If you can pray in tongues for hours, you must also be able to witness to people for hours. Church, let's go on. In our assignment as soul winners, we will come against satanic powers forces of darkness and the spirit of God in you will give you the power to deal with forces of darkness. When you have the Holy Ghost in you, you mustn't be afraid of witches and witch doctors. You mustn't be afraid of satanic shrines and all kinds of occultic powers. Why? Because the Bible says Jesus in, 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 in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19, he said, behold, I have given unto you power over all, not some, all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. What an assurance. And you know what? Because this assignment of soul winning, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. Let's, let's look at that quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. It says, but even if our gospel is veiled, 
or our gospel is hidden or our gospel is not being received, it is veiled to those who are lost, to those who are perishing. The people who don't know about the Lord Jesus, they are blind. They are spiritually blind. There is a veil covering their conscience and their mind regarding the word of God. And look at it. He said, whose minds, the God of this age, Satan is described as the God, it's a small g, God of this age. He has blinded their eyes who do not believe. He said, whose mind the God of this age has blinded who do not believe? lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So the people we see, our cousins, our relatives, our friends, our neighbors, who don't know the Lord Jesus, it's not their fault. The fact is that somebody out there called Satan, satanic powers, demonic authorities, powers of darkness have blinded their minds that they cannot receive the gospel. Now, so when we have to go out and preach the gospel, you need the boldness of the Lord, the power, the rock-breaking power of the Holy Ghost to deal with forces of darkness to cast them out, to dislodge them because they will come against you. And you see, as a child of God, you have this in you. It is time to exercise it. Now, the Bible says that because of these developments, if you read Acts chapter 16, verse 16, the Bible says Paul went preaching and he preached in the place where he was talking to the deputy governor of a city. And the Bible says a man by name by Jesus who was a sorcerer. He, this is a witch doctor. Somebody in the higher rank of occultism and he was using spiritual powers to divert the mind of the governor. And the Bible says Paul looked at him eyeball to eyeball and said, you full of all subtlety, you child of the devil, would you not stop perverting the way of the Lord, be blind for a season? And this witch doctor became blind. And immediately the Bible said the deputy governor gave his life to Christ. When you get back home or you have your Bibles, refer to that and you will see that there was also the demonstration of power when we go out as Christians. I want you to know that as a child of God, you have the power of God in you because the Holy Spirit is in you. You cannot have the Holy Spirit in you. Say you have the Holy Spirit in you and you, you are afraid of satanic powers. Jesus said, I give unto you power. He said, this signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. That means that you are a believer and because you are a believer, this sign must follow you. You must cast out devils. You must be able to exercise that authority as a child of God. Today, I just came to stir you up that all things are possible. In our outreach, the Bible says in in Acts chapter 13, verse 4 to 12, Paul met a woman, a young girl, who was possessed with the spirit of divination. She kept on crying after them that these are the men of God that show us the way of salvation. But Paul looked at him on his mission field in the outreach and he cast the demon out. Every satanic power that will seek to fight you, that will seek to fight the gospel, you have been given a mandate through the Holy Spirit to deal with it. And that is what I came to challenge you with today. I came to encourage you in the name of Jesus that the Spirit of God in you must use you, must be released in you so that you can be a witness and you can confront powers of darkness because that is also his job description. That is the power that is given to you. And I came to let you know that you have it. And from today, you must begin to exercise it. You must begin to exhibit it. You must no longer be afraid of the faces of people because the power of God is inside you. And I want you to know that as you listen to this broadcast and as you practice these things, it shall be well with you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord empower you. I want to pray with you at this moment that every one of you listening to this broadcast, may you receive the power of God right now to be witnesses. May you receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost 
to share Christ with people. May you receive what it takes right now. May it be unlocked within you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray the release of the power of God inherent in you because the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. May you exercise dominion over the forces of darkness according to the promise of God that has been given to you. Your life will never be the same. Go out from here and be a soul winner. Be a soul winner and the Lord who made heaven and earth shall be your defense in the mighty name of Jesus. God richly bless you. My brothers and sisters, I believe that you have been blessed by this broadcast and it is my hope that your life will never be the same. I pray for you that as you go back to your rooms or to your wherever you are before you listen to this broadcast and you refer to the teachings that you have received, you can place an order of this broadcast write to the number on the screen or go to our website and order and you will be blessed by this message and i pray for you that if you have any questions or anything write to us send us an email and the lord who made heaven and earth through the influence of the holy spirit will help us to provide you answers that will help you be established as a christian that was reverend james hansen saki of christ chapel ministries international thank you so much if you've been blessed by this message, please visit our website and send us an email. And if you're interested in any of Reverend James's messages, you can also purchase them from our website, which is www.christchapel.org.uk. If you want to fellowship with us, you can. Visit our website for all our service times. May the Lord continue to fill you as you thirst and hunger after His Word. Christ Chapel Ministries, building lives and transforming destinies.